From well-loved British farce to the ultimate cutting edge of the avant-garde, the Fringe, Victoria boasts a diverse theater scene. And throughout the year, Monica Prendergast and David Lenham take in the shows and then join me in the studio with their reviews. Once a year, though, they get together to look back on the performances on stages, large and small, and offer their own awards to those who make it happen. And David and Monica uh, stopped by a little earlier. Morning. Morning. Okay, so lots of great theater to consider when coming up with your nominees and winners. Uh, Can we begin with design categories? Who are your top choices for set and costume design as well as for lighting and sound? Uh, Let me give you set. Marshall McMahon, uh, the uh, Chelsea Hotel at the Belfry, Ken McDonald, Barber of Seville. Pacific Opera Victoria, Dallas Ashby, Wild Honey at the Phoenix Theaters at UVic, and Lauren Kelsey, The Importance of Being Earnest at Bluebridge. The winner, uh, Ken McDonald. Uh, hasn't Ken McDonald won a Critics' Choice uh, Probably. award before? Probably. He always does beautiful sort of sets at the POV, and I, I really love that set. It had kind of a Gaudi look. Yeah, and he's re- yeah, it did. And he, he's responsible for so many memorable designs, uh, usually teaming up with his longtime partner in stage in life, the director, Morris Panich. You, they did Macbeth here for POV in 2012, lots at the Belfry, Seven Stories, Vigil, one of my. Anyway, uh, McDonald's set for Barber was stunning. Uh, it's sort of gouty like as Monica said he created this creamsicle peyote dream that would have been perfect uh, <laughs> as a background for that 1950s uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon that riffed on the Rossini. Uh, I haven't heard an opera audience applaud one of POV's sets in some time and they did when the curtain went up they on did. opening night. They did. Okay, costumes. Some some nice costumes around the city last year. Uh, Graham McGonigal, who is an MFA candidate at the Phoenix Theatre, um, did costumes for Wild Honey. I actually thought the, the some of those costumes worked better than others, but some of the ones that worked worked you really well. You weren't as much of a fan as I was. Of no, I, I thought his work uh, more recently on Les Liaisons Dangereuses was much stronger. I also really liked the costumes for Spamalot, huge hit at VOS. Anne Hancock, Jamie Finn, and Michelle Boosie did those. Uh, Chris Stusick did Female Transport at Langham, and Dana Osborne uh, did Barber of Seville at POV. Our pick here was Female Transport, an unusual pick because these were by no means glamorous costumes. These are women on a transport to Australia in the 1800s. What I really liked is the way the costumes were aged over the mm-hmm. course of the show so that you really got a sense of the, of the, of the dirt and the grime and the filth of, of living on this ship. Yeah. Costumes that have just been sitting in the basement for, for yeah, years. Yeah, yes. <laughs> of course. And uh, lighting. Uh, uh, lighting, uh, three nominees, Alan Brody. And all people we've heard of, Alan Brody, Christmas Carol, The Belfry, the remount of that outstanding show. Itai Erdl, uh, The Valley Belfry. Again, he's been a past winner of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bonnie Beecher, uh, who practices uh, lighting design all across Canada for a Midsummer Night's Dream at POV. And that's who we picked as the winner. Uh, and Midsummer Night's Dream, one of those plays that you have to have, whether it's straight Beautiful Shakespeare lights, yeah. or opera, because it's it's magical. Mm-hmm. And it, it has to rely on the lighting to create the magic of the night and the magic of the magic. It's a dream, right? And don't you always have great lighting in your dreams? I, I do. And so Beecher pulls out all the stops with a real huge variety of different looks from chorus members holding their own lights to a sort of vaudevillian smudge for the mechanicals to this dark and ethereal stuff of the forest. I think Beecher has been nominated for like 14 the uh, Dora Maver Moore Theatre Awards in Toronto. So, hey, add a Critics' Choice Award. Yes, yeah, she did great work with that show. Now, I always have great audio, great uh, sound in my dreams. 
What about the sound was? Yeah, you must be a radio guy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen to this uh, rogues gallery of great sound designers: Hank Pine, mm-hmm. uh, Three Penny Opera, uh, Phoenix, uh, of course, local musician Tobin Stokes, another local guy, Speed the Plow at the Belfry, and and Stephen Charles, who was the musical director, and Xavier uh, Burboudot for Chelsea Hotel at the Belfry. Uh, isn't it about time we recognize Tobin Stokes? I'm I'm amazed we haven't before, yeah. but of course Tobin is is Hardest really working. lighting up the world of opera yeah. um, all over the place, and uh, but still comes back to town to do sound design, and and uh, we really liked his work on and, Speed and, and the Plow. Such Pound. a great show, uh, 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 such a great guy too. He also just finished uh, doing all the arrangements for the Belfry's Joni Mitchell show That's this right. year, written an opera about Rattenbury, all this other stuff. He was in a dogfight for the prize, though. I mean, uh, th- these were all very good designs, but his sort of jazzy sound design for Speed the Plow somehow. I don't know, it meshed perfectly with the rat-a-tat cadence of uh, David Mamet's words. Okay, uh, so now let's hear about the strongest acting and directing work you saw this past season. Who were the standouts both in professional and community theater categories, Monica? In uh, in community theater, quite a long list of nominees. A couple of students at the Phoenix did very strong work last season. Jack Hayes played the lead in in the Chekhov play Wild Honey. Did some very nice work. Jillian McConnell was Alma in, in Tennessee Williams Summer mm-hmm. and Smoke. Also, a very nice mm-hmm. performance from a a young actress. There was a wonderful show at the Victoria Shakespeare Festival, uh, Twelfth Night. I didn't manage to see the other show in the summer, but I was pretty blown away by the the talent on stage. Uh, Trevor Hinton, Karen Lee Pickett, uh, Susie Mullen, a very strong ensemble. They did great work. I saw Kelly Hudson, who was in the first production of Ride the Cyclone, <laughs> playing an amazing piglet in Ian Case's production of Winnie the Pooh. I mean, Kelly could play anything, but she was just the best piglet you would ever want to see uh, in Winnie the Pooh at the Fringe. And also Theodore Ankenu's Bad Jews, a very edgy New York uh, comedy, uh, was a very strong ensemble. We picked the Twelfth Night Ensemble, just um, some of the best actors in town, directed by Janet Munsell. It was a very solid, successful production. And I think we've given Trevor Hinton one of these awards before when he, when he was I, at I th- When he did Richard III, yes. And uh, this was a this was a gender-flipped production, so the, the men played the women, the women played the men. It could have been gimmicky, but it really worked. Mm-hmm. What about professional performance? Uh, here, here's our list of nominees. Uh, Christian Benedict, uh, Otello, uh, Pacific Opera Victoria, the, uh, the whole ensemble for Long Day's Journey into Night at Blue Bridge. Colleen Wheeler, The Valley, uh, The Belfry. Jonathan, One of my favorite actresses. Yeah, Jonathan Young, uh, Electric Company Theater uh, for Betroffenheit. More on that later. Uh, ensemble. Uh, the whole ensemble for the Gay Heritage Project, which played at the Belfry Spark Festival. And the winner, I, you know, I, I, Long Day's Journey into Night, the full cast. Uh, you had the uh, Canadian stage legends, uh, Kyra Harper, uh, David Ferry, Jacob Richmond doing the best work I've ever seen him do, and young Elliot Loran, who we all remember from Atomic Vaudeville, is going on to great things. Uh, it's just too good an ensemble, a single one actor out. Ferry was massive. He was just enormous as the patriarch in, in Eugene O'Neill's blistering script, this Irish immigrant all proud and yet full of nothing, but full of an award now. Yes, it was, and he's won before. He has. We gave it to him for uh, Death of a Death Salesman. Of salesman right. But this was, this was a, well, of course, it's one of the greatest plays of the 20th century. And it's just such a treat to see it on stage in Victoria. And for director? 
Director, again, we have a number of nominees, familiar names. Uh, Glynis Lation, who we often see at both the Belfry and the POV. Brian Richmond for Long Day's Journey. Janet Munsell, I mentioned earlier, for Twelfth Night. I We put on here Crystal Pite for Betroffen Height. Now, that's choreography more than direction, but that show just blew me so far out of the water this year that I just had to put it on the list. Uh, Wendy Merck for If We Were Birds at Theatre and Canoe. And Peter McGuire for Wild Honey at the Phoenix. Now, Peter's a very good friend of mine, so I'm going to admit my bias here. But David and I both agreed mm-hmm. that he did such wonderful ensemble work with that student company. The show, the show looked great. The, the the actors were totally committed to to the work and and really pulled it off. So this year we give the nod to uh, to theater professor Peter McGuire. Okay, and and finally, what were the best shows overall? You've got three categories here: best community, mm-hmm. best professional, and best opera musical. What were your choices? Uh, best professional production, Gregor, the nominees, uh, the shortlist, uh, Christmas Carol at the Belfry. It was a remount. It was outstanding. The Valley at the Belfry, uh, Joan McLeod. Powerful play, uh, yeah. Uh, Otello at the POV, one of their best operas in years, and the Gay Heritage Project uh, at the Spark uh, at the Belfry. Betroffenheit, which we'd mentioned at the Belfry in Dance Victoria, and Long Day's Journey into Night. And, oh, God, Long Day's Journey into Night had to win. It was <laughs> such a an American classic. And, you know, for we, we gave Blue Bridge this award the first year they, they came into existence in 2009 for Death of a Salesman, then again the following year for Streetcar Named Desire, and then in 2011 for Who's Afraid of Virginia mm-hmm. Woolf. Do you remember that with Meg Tilly? It was incendiary. Uh, and Long Day's Journey Tonight was just outstanding. At nearly four hours, it was outstandingly long, but it deserved the full treatment. It never dragged... Uh, uh, I've talked a bit about the cast before. Uh, uh, Brian Richmond directing really mm-hmm. did a, a great job. One and of those plays where I I I was just had to sit there for a while mm-hmm. after the show was over. One of those plays mm-hmm. where you just can't get up and walk back out into the world. You just have to mm-hmm. to sit and, and let let what you've witnessed kind of wash over you. You know, I I, I suggested that nihilism has never looked so perfectly alluring. <laughs> dysfunctional, <laughs> dysfunctional yeah. family, yeah. Uh, best community production. Let me, mm-hmm. let me just get to that uh, again. The shortlist: Wild Honey at the Phoenix, Spamalot, the Victoria Operatic Society, If We Were Birds, Theater in Canoe, Twelfth Night at Victoria Shakespeare Festival, as Monica had mentioned. Uh, we gave it to Wild Honey. Uh, it was one of those incredibly rare university theater experiences where you you thought, "Am I in a professional theater? Are mm. these students?" Uh, it was full of inventive surprises and good acting, really good acting, and sort of the forgotten Chekhov who wrote a, a story about kids that age who are getting drunk and making love and having fun and uh, you know again director Peter McGuire coaxed brilliant work fourth year student Jack Hayes was the center of attention as this drunkenly sloppily sloppy and elegant guy named Misha Uh, it was it was just a, a good good show all around yeah, lots of good shows to choose from. And our last category here, Gregor, is the opera musical. It's never fair to mash operas and musicals together, so we apologize to our colleagues out there. But we had on this list Chelsea Hotel at the Belfry, which sold out day one. The Leonard Cohen. Uh, uh, the mm-hmm. Leonard Cohen um Sad loss this year, but a tribute to, to Cohen and his music. Otello at the at uh, Pacific Opera and Spamalot, huge hit for for the VOS Victoria Operatic Society, directed by Roger Carr. That show actually remounted for another week in September. It was mm. such such a huge hit, and we gave that one the nod. I went to it thinking, how is this going to compare with you know Monty Python? And I'd seen it on Broadway, and I was like, all right, see what how they do. And they they just nailed it. It was a hilarious show. It looked great. 
great. It sounded great. Um, it was it was a real highlight of the season. And so, what was your take on the season as a whole overall? Was it a memorable one in any way? Anything that really sticks out as top notch, a rising talent to watch, or a, or a more senior artist or company hitting its stride? We talked earlier, at, uh, Monica and I, and it, it was just a good, solid season. And I think. I don't know. I mean, stuff goes up and down in this town like it does anywhere, but this, the, the, the productions are just getting more solid. There's more good talent in this town on stage and behind the scenes, I think, at the moment than I've seen in a long time. So everything's... Yeah, I think every company had, had some real high points this season. I, I do have to say that for me, what makes Victoria worth living in on top of all the everything we've got going here and this theater community are some touring shows that came in. So another highlight of the year was Daisy Theater, Ronnie Burkett coming back to town. He'll be back next April. Uh, just a fantastic artist and performer. Um, and Betroffenheit, the show that came in um, and played at the Royal was just one of those rare kind of dance it was theater sort of a shows. Local show cause, uh, uh, Crystal Pite, who we put it together, I mean, she's from Victoria. Dance Victoria, I think, had workshopped mm-hmm. this thing. It, it was... Uh, uh, yeah, you know it, it, we can count that. As it's ours. toured. It's yeah, toured not? the world, <laughs> and it's been a huge hit wherever it went. Um, so that was a highlight for me. So a mix of the touring shows, the best of the best that Canada produces, mm-hmm. and then the amazing local work that we always do. It's it, it, it's a great place to yeah to be a theater it, it, reviewer. And just getting more solid all the time. And 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 just let's let's also mention, hey, this was the year that uh, that little musical ride the cyclone from Victoria went all the way is now in New York. Yeah. So that's testament to. Uh, yeah. Uh, I reviewed the first production, and I believe I called it. You could dig up the tape, Gregor, where I said this is this show could go all the way, and it is now open off Broadway in New York, and and has got rave reviews. So uh, it's it is a year to celebrate it is, Victoria abs- Theater. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thanks. That was our theater reviewer, Monica Prendergast, and David Lenham with their uh, theater's choice, critics' choice theater awards for 2016.